The following is a Joel Mahalik production. On November 13th, Felix Unger was asked to remove himself from his place of residence. That request came from his wife. She asked him to leave because he wouldn't listen to the Joel Mahalik show. Welcome, boys and girls and ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to the Joel Mahalik Show. Thanks for joining us on the uh, program tonight. I have, of course, with me... The lovely Sharon. You said the lovely. I, was, I didn't think you would, and you did, and that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, so we are here together on the program tonight, uh, broadcasting as a podcast. Broadcasting as a podcast. <laughs> I was about, and then that was, just sounds like an oxymoron. And then I was about to say live, <laughs> which we're not. We're right. Live, but Memorex at joelmahalik.com. Exactly. Yes. So uh, hopefully you're subscribed to your favorite player over there. Uh, most recently, I have to mention, we have hit iHeartRadio. Yay. We've been so busy with other things, and we took a week off. Yeah. To get ready, to get the Christmas show ready. Uh-huh. And we, in that time we were off, we got notification that we are on high iHeartRadio. iHeartRadio. Yes. So. That uh, is fantastic. Yeah. And it took a long time to find out. I mean. Did I, it? <laughs> I requested four different shows before and they like denied me in 10 minutes. Right. And then this one took, uh, I'm going to say about four weeks, if not more. Wow. So, uh, yeah. So, so when you go to joelmahalik.com, you can hop on to the subscribe page and you'll see Spotify, uh, iTunes. And now yeah. iHeartRadio is in the mix. That is so wonderful. Yes. It really is. Because when you first started doing this, I said, well, one of our goals should be iHeartRadio. And then... And then you said... I said, one of our goals should be SiriusXM. Well, so if it's true that you say it and then it happens, then I want you to keep saying... Every day I want you to say, next stop, XM Radio. Next stop, yes. (laughs) Yeah. So XM Radio. And some other interesting uh, things uh, going on is you can actually... (laughs) Listen to the podcast on Alexa. I have to say that quietly so we don't activate our, our Alexa. Alexa. You so anyway, all you got to do is now. Here's the thing, uh, you know, with the Alexa, you have to learn <laughs> skills. <laughs> you have to learn skills. So tell her to learn Spreaker. Okay? Yes. And uh, when once she does, here's the thing. This is how you ask to listen to the show. You have to ask for the Joel Mihalik show. The Joel Mihalik show. I don't understand why, but I can tell you that I almost broke that device the day I, the day <laughs> I found out. I was so excited when I found out that it, this could happen. And I was trying to listen to the show on the device, and no matter how I was saying it, it would it would not come up, and it took me about twenty five minutes. Wow! Of ag- that is too funny. Twenty five aggravated minutes. Oh, I I can imagine. I know how you are. <laughs> so to <laughs> to save everybody some aggravation that I already went through for you, if you want to listen on the Amazon uh, device, <laughs> I don't want I don't want to say your name. I know. You know, we have we go through that a lot. Yeah. And so just ask for the Joel Mihalik show. Right. See if that works for you. Joel Mihalik. But also, uh, you'll be able to listen on that device, too, through iHeartRadio. So the, the, the listening has expanded. Right. Yeah, so to speak. That's wonderful. I, yeah. It really is. Yeah. It really is. So I wanted to share something that I found out today. What did you find out today? Molly, and if you listen to the program, you know that Molly is our uh, Minister Schnauzer and Mauser Mix 
I'm sorry, Maltese miniature <laughs> schnauzer. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> Mauser already has the schnauzer. Mauser <laughs> implies that it's a Maltese and schnauzer. She has superpowers, and I don't. She does. I, she does. She has superpowers, and I don't know this. Yes, yeah, she has super strength. Here's what happens: she weighs about 21 pounds. Right. But she has Which this. Which is way too much for her. Yes. She has this super strength is what she has. That's her superpower. Her superpower is when she, when I'm walking her and she's into something and doesn't want to move, she suddenly becomes 21,000 pounds. I know. <laughs> I go through that too. I really do. And the look she gives you. Yeah. Like you're trying to rip off her paws. Yeah. Well, yeah. 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 I, it's it's incredible. And so now instead of getting aggravated about it, I just think, oh, she's a superhero. She's exercising her superhuman strength, her super canine strength. Right. <laughs> Which is, you know, obviously any person driving by and don't and doesn't know the mixture between you and I and our dog. Right. Oh, oh, uh, and speak, speak of, of the, the devil, devil and so shall she <laughs> appear. That is too funny. That is funny. Um, and, and she just used her super strength to headbutt my kneecap. And now my kneecap on my left knee is now part of my right kneecap. Right. So, as I was saying, somebody <laughs> driving by, seeing Mo Molly looking at us the way she looks at us when she doesn't want to take another step. Right. Uh, right. Is they must think that we torture our dog all the time. <laughs> it's too funny. See? I mean, it's annoying because I'm like, Molly, stop it. Because now I look like a butthead for treating my dog the way I was treating her. Yeah. And that all I was trying to do was walk. Well, look at her. I mean, she's, she, it, it, if the audience could see into the studio right now, she's making she would make you feel like we ignore her. If you hear that light tap, 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 tapping, that's her. <laughs> that's her on the floor. Her on the floor. <laughs> On, Tap on dancing the to get our attention. Yeah, we have plastic down so our yeah. chairs can roll easily over the carpet. And that's hilarious. That's, oh my gosh, that was too funny. That was way too funny. She just tap 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 tap. <laughs> yeah, that, she that, heard us talking about her. That's so she came running in. That's what I was going to say. It was exactly. So funny. That was funny. Wow. Um, but uh, oh, uh, before oh, here we, she's back. Yeah. Here. <laughs> Before before we go to break, uh, we're 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 go on our way to break. We're going to uh, play a tune uh, by a great singer songwriter right here out of Delaware. In fact, I work with him. Uh, he's been on actually he he was on the show that I used to do before, which I mention all the time. I always say that other show. Like it, yeah. like it was a sin that I did it. <laughs> but uh, Michael Kleineff, uh, he wrote a new song. It's a Christmas song. And it's beautiful. And uh, so on our way to break, we'll play that. Awesome. Um, because it's, uh, this is, tomorrow is Christmas Eve. I mean, this is yeah, it. This yeah, this is it. This is it. And the next time you hear us, it'll be this the day it. before New Year's Eve. <laughs> so actually, no, the next time you'll hear us, actually, and I should get this out, too, while we have a minute. Uh Today, this the podcast drops on Sundays, and today, tonight, the uh, Joel Mahala Christmas has started airing. Uh, it went yeah. to now nine errands on five networks over three days. Nice. So, um, we are popular. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. already uh, it's already started airing, and you have to go to joelmahalik.com and and you'll see the banner that says a Joel Mahalik Christmas. Click here. Uh, you just click there, and it'll give yeah. you all the times and dates and the links that you need to listen to the streams. It's important to note that this is not going to be released as a podcast at all. It cannot be. So you have to listen to it on one of the partner stations, um, and. Uh, and it's it, it's a great show. It's great fun, and hopefully, you will be able to catch it. Absolutely. So, um, but we were busy today. We made the cookies today. We had the grandchildren over, and we made the cookies. Yes. And, yes. Uh, cookie pops. Cookie pops. Yeah. I I feel like when I started talking to people about this, they're like, "Oh yeah, I've done them," or they've known about them. 
uh, I never knew about them, but basically we took the sugar cookie dough and we uh, actually I didn't do anything. I, I supervised. <laughs> yeah, the grain. Yeah, I supervised. I was just gonna say you didn't do very much. <laughs> I of ran anything. the oven. I ran the oven. I set and the, the timer and the timers, and I set up all the accoutrements on the preparation bar. Yes. And then I supervised. Now, I have to go on record with saying that I am typically the one that does this with the grandchildren. Um, but our youngest grandchild, he is two. Which means he's a handful. he's a handful. So I was um, keeping him busy while Joel was Supervising. Taking he was supervising the, the making of the Christmas pops. <laughs> I was the kitchen manager, so we made he these. Was. <laughs> we made these lollipops out of sugar cookies, which then on now on Christmas Eve, right. tomorrow night, the the grandkids and uh, I might sneak one. I don't know. Uh, you'll be able to dip them in hot <laughs> chocolate or milk or Ooh. vodka, whatever your preference is. You know, you just dip the cookie. Oh, I in. like that vodka part. <laughs> 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 well, I mean, there's several drinks out there that are. Adult beverages that are creamy or made with Ooh, milk a mud or slide. something. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. You know, but the, no, there's one out there. I feel. I think it's called a blizzard or a snowball or something. I remember showing it to you one time. I remember. I'm using. Oh my god, the Philly is coming out of me. <laughs> the Delco. <laughs> you the, remember? The, yeah, the Delco is falling right out. <laughs> I usually dictate better when I'm on the program, so I don't sound like I'm from Delco, PA. <laughs> <laughs> and it slipped out. Remember? 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 <laughs> remember? <laughs> I remember. So, but there are some cool looking holiday festive adult beverages that you mix. Oh, and then sure. you can dip the cookie in that. Yes, my daughter and I are going to partake of some uh, amaretto sours. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Okay. Oh my gosh, Whatever. they're so good though. What did you What did you have one when you were out in Chicago? I actually did. Really? Yeah. I went to the um, to the Sky High restaurant. I forget what it's called, but um, it's like on the ninety eighth floor. Wow! Yeah. And you had an amaretto sour. And I had an amaretto sour. I did. It mm. was yummy. Wow! Very yummy. I guess if you like that sort of thing. I actually do like that sort of thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty obvious. Obviously. <laughs> <coughs> so no, right. I don't so drink you, well, all the time. I only have maybe one or two drinks a year, if that. If that, yeah, that's uh, that's why so. we have a cabinet full of liquor and we yeah. don't drink. Oh my god, that is. So <laughs> I mean, you open the cabinet door to get like <laughs> a like a bowl or something out of it, and the liquor will fall out at you. You have yeah, to like put right? your hand up to stop it from falling out when you open that door. And a section in the refrigerator for our wines. <laughs> Yeah, there's still two bottles of wine in there. How old are they? One bottle is champagne. The there's, other is wine. The other one is vinegar now. <laughs> Probably. Um, I'm sure because I know they're at least five years old. Hmm. hmm. I wonder if they're still good. <laughs> right. Uh all right, so a um, couple things of note that I don't even think I said at the top of the show. Smack, smack. Um, but you can contact us. I already told you where the website is, and that's really a good place to start. But we're also at Facebook at JM Talk. Now, maybe not for too much longer. I want to talk to the audience about that uh, on, a, on a future show, maybe next week or after the new year. Okay. About my concerns with staying at Facebook with the show mm -hmm. uh also twitter wqyb radio you can also catch up to us there and uh you can leave messages in both places why are molly are you looking at me with such sad eyes <laughs> so um but that's the way to get a hold I of us can, daddy. <laughs> that's the way you get a hold of us we are going to take a break but before we take a break i want you to hear this new track by michael kleineff and it's his christmas song we'll be back after that and after the messages Outside I know Time of 
year I think of home Decorate Like little elves Nutcrackers on The foil shade So I use my computer every day. I'm not even sure how I get along without it. But I wasn't prepared for a virus. A Trojan, they called it. One night I'm cruising along, and the next night I can't do anything. I was afraid it was going to cost me a fortune. Boy, was I surprised. They had me back up and running the same day I called them. I really like PC Tech Rescue. And you know what? My wallet likes them too. Are you troubled by computer problems? PC Tech Rescue should be your very next call. Whether the problem is viruses, hardware, software, or any other issue, they can diagnose your problem and have you back up and running fast. With more than 25 years of industry experience, you can be sure you are getting dependable and affordable service. Call today, 484-429-6061, or email us at pctechrescue at gmail.com. Hi, this is Joel Mahalik from The Joel Mahalik Show. Come and join us for some Christmas cheer and music when we present A Joel Mahalik Christmas. Where do you think you're going? Nobody's leaving. 
Nobody's walking out on this fun old-fashioned family Christmas. No, no, we're all in this together. This special presentation will air only on partner networks and will not be available on demand. This is a full-blown four-alarm holiday emergency here. For information on dates, times, and networks, visit joelmahalik.com. Welcome back, boys and girls, to the Joel Mahalik Show. Thanks for sticking around. Uh, if you want to hear the rest of the library, you can stop by joelmahalik.com and subscribe to the podcast on your favorite player. And if your favorite service is not listed, let me know, and we'll chase them down. So uh, later on in the program, of course, a new Wombat of the Week and a new hero all featured in the final stretch of the show. And But right now... Right now on the phone, I have a man who is doing a 12-hour marathon. I mean, I thought I did some long shows. He's doing a 12-hour marathon, a classic radio Christmas show on 920 WON, The Apple. Hey, we know that place because we're coming to New York real soon. But on the phone right now, please welcome Zach Fuller. Zach, Merry Christmas. How you doing? Merry Christmas, Joel. And thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for having me on the show today. How you guys doing today? Good, it's my pleasure, and uh, you know, I, I, I figured I might as well, uh, you know, have you on. I got to hear. I wanted to hear more about this the the program. Uh, obviously, us coming aboard, we're on board in next month. It's new, and uh, as you know, we were um, invited into the uh, into the Christmas program and schedule with uh, our special tidbit. And I'm 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 like I'm nervous because I'm following you. You're doing a 12 hour stint. And I'm following you. That's hours, yes. That's big shoes. It, it is big shoes, and you know this is uh, this actually marks the first year that we ended up doing a classic radio Christmas show, um, and we decided that if we were going to go big, we're going to take it home. Uh, so that's pretty big. Twelve hours. Twelve hours is pretty big. <laughs> well, tell us about the show. Okay, so with the show, um, what we've done is we've kind of put some fun in there, but we've also, uh, we're, we're taking you back to traditional radio, uh, back when Bob Hope and, uh, we had presidents doing, you know, live mentions on the radio and we had, uh, oh, who we got? We've got a, a Christmas Carol, um, when they did original broadcasting of stories on the radio. Um, we, we're taking it all the way back, but we're also throwing in, uh, a little bit of fun mix. So we've got, <laughs> excuse me, we've got anything from your classic rock to, uh, doo-wop era to malt shop classics to anything you could think of, um, pre 2000, uh, Christmas music wise, we've mixed that in as well. And, uh, we've had quite a a fun ride getting this show ready for uh, 920 The Apple. Now, you sort of answered one of my questions for me, but I'm going to ask it anyway just to see if I'm on the same page. So uh, when it comes to Christmas music, and I completely agree, the classics are the best, and I make this argument every year, and uh, I, you know, I, I just I cannot stand the modern stuff. And I have a cutoff that's somewhere probably in the early to mid-'80s. And only very little passes muster with me as far as Christmas music from the 80s. My library goes all the way back to the 30s, and maybe even earlier, I'm not even sure. But I think it's because I grew up that way. And so it's it, it's interesting to hear you talk about a cutoff, because I have a cutoff too with Christmas music. I just There's a certain point where you go, uh, I don't like your regular music, so why would I want to hear you ruin my Christmas music? You know what I mean? So your cutoff is, uh, when you say pre-2000, Zach, how far before 2000 would you say your cutoff is? Um, I would say, are you talking uh, the earliest song that we've got in the in the show, or are you talking 
Um, What's the latest? Two thousand? Are we getting to? Yeah, how close to two thousand do you go? Um, we go as close to. I believe the song was released in nineteen ninety-five or ninety-six, and that is um, some in sync. Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays. So we we've got a mix of a little bit of everything, but we wanted to make sure that we were staying true to our traditional side of a classic radio Christmas show. Right. Now it's interesting. I've heard you say this before, uh, on broadcasts about returning to traditional radio. So is what encompasses to you traditional radio? I mean, now you did mention how, you know, uh, the 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 serials and 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 the 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 classic stories, the radio drama. Is there more to it than that? When you um, talk about returning yeah. to traditional radio, returning to tra- traditional radio for us, um, we've of course we've launched our, uh, our 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 own station here, but we we've done um, the way we're getting everything set up for to bring traditional radio back is. Imagine late 50s, early 60s, family gathering around the old radio mm-hmm. to hear what happened in the news today. Right. Um, and then Sunday evenings, being able to sit down and listen to um, shows like The Wizard of Oz or uh, what's another, like a Christmas Carol like we've got on a classic radio Christmas show. You know, mm-hmm. being able to sit down and use your imagination to listen to these stories, to follow the storyline with having somebody read it to you. That's what we're trying to get back to. We're trying to get back to a point where classic radio is enjoyed again, where you're able to sit down and just listen. You don't have to watch TV. You don't have to get sucked into a movie. You can just listen to it and use your imagination to picture what is happening right in front of you. How tough is that from a marketing standpoint? From a marketing standpoint, it is very, very, very tough. Um, (laughs) Right, that's sort of what I was thinking. Especially, what's that? That, And that's what I was thinking because, you you know, uh, because I get it and and, and, and I love exactly what you're doing. Uh, from a marketing standpoint, though, the uh, I'm thinking about it and I'm saying we're asking people in this day and age to to do that again, uh, which might be easier said than done, uh, just because of the way we live these days. Exactly, and think of it this way, Joel. I. I personally, I've, I've been married for five years now. I have two beautiful kids. And right now, uh, probably right during this interview now, both of my kids are probably either on mommy's phone or playing on a tablet. Right. Um, this day and age, kids are getting so sucked into technology that even my own kids, I will actually take their gadgets away from them and have them sit down and listen to the Bob Hope show. I'll have them listen to shows like the wizard of Oz and a Christmas Carol, um, towards the night before Christmas, stuff like that. I want them to be able to use their imaginations. It's just like sending them out to, um, say play outside. Well, in the wintertime, we really can't do that because where we're at, we get snow. Kids don't really like the snow as much as we do. Right. <laughs> so so this way, my kids can actually sit down, you know, listen to the radio, and use their imaginations as to what's going on. Um, <laughs> the same way that our grandparents and great-grandparents sat down and listened to, you know, the... Apollo launch on the radio. That's what we want to bring back is that being able to sit down and listen and feel excited listening to the radio. 
listening right. to live football on the radio. I want to bring that back to the point where people are excited. They're they're standing around at their kitchen and, and work and listening to the radio or listening to the game on the radio. They're getting excited because they're using their imaginations as to what is going on. Right. Right. Well, that's what I always refer to that golden age of radio as is the theater of the mind uh, because you had to use the vehicle between your ears, you know, to, to formulate what was going on to put the pictures in your head as you listened. Exactly. Well, it seems like we're, you know, we're, we're, we're right in sync with, uh, with that style of radio and uh, certainly technology technology helps us achieve that if we can. But as you said, technology can also hurt us because same thing here. I have kids and grandkids. They're all zombies because they're sitting in, you know, in, with the devices in their hands, you know. And uh, mm-hmm. for the most part, if I have a device in my hand, I'm typing something up about the show or the networks or something like that. You know what I mean? But uh, exactly. maybe... You know, we get enough people together, we can try to reverse that. And I, and I, and I think and the, the plan that you have, I think, is amazing. I think this launch that you're doing, I think it's an amazing thing. And uh, and we need to get back to that. And uh, I'm excited to listen to the show on Christmas Eve, you know, to, to see. I mean, because, you know, it's like this whole world's been open with, you know, the relationships that we're, we're building, you know, with members over there at 920. And... Uh, you know, I, I just, I, I think the computer's going to be tuned in there all day on the 24th while we're doing our stuff around here, which, again, doesn't involve TV or electronics. You know, I, I, I lay out a strict plan for Christmas Eve to make sure everybody's having fun that does not involve that stuff, technology and TV. Now, we'll watch movies later on, but the tablets, the computers, the phones, nope, down. Down. Exactly. So... Well, the variety in the show sounds amazing. Oh, and yeah. Of course we, we've got a little bit of everything in that show. And, um, you know, we, and we, get, we have fun, but we also have some serious uh, moments in the show where um, I'm, I'm roughly estimating um, kids with the show will actually be able to listen right around, I want to say it's 4 p.m., 6 p.m., 4 p.m., something like that, uh, Eastern Standard Time, and they will actually be able to hear jolly old St. Nick himself reading off was the night before Christmas. He actually took time from his busy schedule just so he could sit down and uh, read the story to the kids right before getting to that time where it's almost time for bed. So um, we're really excited about that. We've got interviews from... um, musicians that tell us you know some of their their favorite pastime memories uh growing up um their favorite christmas memories um i I mean i've just got we've got so much packed into a 12-hour show that even myself i don't know how i ended up pulling it off but we did it (laughs) well to give to give the listeners a little bit of perspective okay Mm -hmm. let's look at it this way it, uh, explain to people you have you, you're doing a 12 hour broadcast, but how much yep. time Zach goes into that? I mean, how many hours would you say you have into that 12 hours? Oh, buddy! Yeah, you know, sixty four thousand dollar question. We've been in radio for a long time now. Um, <laughs> to, to put together a 12 hour show um, like we did with the classic radio Christmas show, I started the planning process um, of making sure, like you said, sitting down in front of the computer and typing it up, you know, where we're going to go and this point of the show and what we're going to do here and what we're going to do there. Um, I started writing that up literally the day I celebrated Christmas in July. And of course that was back in July of this year. Um, so I was already kind of in the, the Christmas spirit for it. Uh, Recording-wise, we're probably looking at, mm, if I were to give it a number, we're probably looking about 72 to maybe 98 hours 
uh, like if I were to sit down in front of the computer, 98 hours to 100 hours straight through of recording and getting everything put together, um, just making sure that we've got all of the music right, we've got all the times right, we've got all the audio clips from you know the 1930s and 1940s they're playing at the right time. We probably spent a good solid month just making sure that we've got everything in order. Wow, yeah. Yeah, that would seem about right to me. I mean, the ratio in my head, you know, I would have thought about 100, right? Because, uh, oh, yeah. you know, I, when people ask me, I say, well, you know, uh, think of it as what you hear is 10% of what it took. So if I'm doing yeah. an hour show, you know, uh, then I... I probably put ten into it, you know, or close to ten. Getting, you know, and 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 that's you know coming up with the topics and what direction we go, and you know, researching our different segments for each week. I mean, I think that's the most time-consuming when you have a particular segment, and when you have all these different particular segments in a twelve-hour broadcast, that's a lot of investigating for you to do too, you know. And then, oh, yeah, like definitely. you said, at, at the end of the day, all the times have to match, and there is a lot that goes into it. And, uh, you know, so for me to explain that uh, is minuscule to, and that's why I wanted you to, you know, tell the people, hey, here's a 12-hour broadcast. This is what went into it. And it's yeah. roughly what I would have thought, about 100 hours. Yeah, we were we were working, because um, like every, you know, online radio um, personality, most of us also have a second job. Um, yes. So we've got to, I mean, we're always working sometime, and whether it be at our day job or our, I like to call them hobby job. Um, hobby jobs, yeah. But it still gets the job done, you know what I mean? So yeah. uh, getting everything done, I, we're right about that 100, 100 plus hours uh, for a 12-hour program like we did with Classic Radio Christmas Show. Well, I know that I'm looking forward to listening to it and, uh, you know, hearing all the great stuff that's on it. Now, it's going to air on 920WON, the Apple, and that is at live365.com. And the link will appear on uh, my social media outlets. My uh, oh, So you can get that when you are listening to the show here. And you have that information so you can listen. It starts at 6 a.m. on Christmas Eve. So, and yep. it goes till 6 p.m. Exactly. Then, right afterwards, we've got your show. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, mine's know, so minuscule in, in, in the grand scheme of things. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, and what's really crazy about it is I'm actually more looking forward to listening to your show. And you're more worried about looking listening into on my show. So, I'm like, <laughs> okay. So I'll probably tune out my show because I've listened to it for the past six months. Yeah. But I'm, I'm really excited to hear your show. Well, and, and, and I guess that's how it is in the business. But So that's what we'll do. We'll be listening to each other's shows on Christmas Eve. That's exactly, exactly what we'll be doing. Yeah, and, and people could actually uh, also tune in. Um, they could check out our Facebook page um, at a classic radio Christmas show because we'll have the links up. Um, we've actually been sharing them for the past few days now um getting the show promoted and everything else so you can actually tune into ours facebook.com slash a classic radio christmas show all one word one big word um and they'll be able to tune in there as well yeah we're going to be linking that up as well uh with uh you know the live broadcast at live 365 well zach i'm hoping that we have uh we can have more conversations uh in the future and obviously we'll be staying in touch as we will be um on the uh, same network now up there at 920 but uh, i appreciate you taking some time out of your schedule especially as busy as you are because here we are at the christmas moment and i wish you the best of luck with the christmas show and i can't wait to hear it and uh, i can't wait to hear yours sir i hope you have a very merry christmas and send my best to all of the family and friends for me thank you same to you merry christmas and a happy new year and uh, we'll be looking forward to your show so awesome. um zach Zach Fuller, everybody. Uh, the show is a classic radio Christmas. It's airing on Christmas Eve. You got to get up and catch it at 6 a.m. with your coffee and your eggnog or your eggnog flavored coffee. 
Uh, we're going to cut out of here for our last break. We're coming into the final stretch. A new Wombat, a new hero, and more to come after this. Be right back. This message is for all of you sitting in the passenger seat. And apologies if it gets a little uncomfortable. But how does it feel to be at the mercy of someone who thinks a random text is more important than your life? Someone who takes their eyes off the road while speeding along in a three-ton hunk of steel. Freaky, right? Well, why not just ask them to stop? Or better yet, volunteer to text for them. It might be a little awkward, but believe me, you'll live. Learn more at StopTextStopRex.org. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration. Broadcasting from a crummy little studio in Baltimore, Maryland. This is Reality One Radio. You see why we need your donations? Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. It is the Joel Mahalik Show, and I am Joel Mahalik. And you can catch all the fun and excitement starting at the starting line, the starting place, the kickoff place for you to be would be joelmahalik.com. Now, uh, the lovely Sharon, who has departed to make those sours, so she's going to go out and have some drinks, um, said to me that I should make sure you know the spelling of the name of the show. For when you're out there seeking it on the internet. And uh, I did advise her that, you know, uh, in the first 20-some episodes, I, I, I did do that. And I felt like um, I had beaten that horse. But, oh, <laughs> I shouldn't have said it. Wait till you hear about the Wombat of the Week. But anyway, so for the benefit of uh, the lovely Sharon, I will tell you now. So it, here's your chance. If you've been wondering, if you've been on the edge of your seat wondering how to spell Mahalik, here comes the spelling. Get your pencils ready, set, go. The name is spelled M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C, M-I-C-H-A-L-E-C, joelmahalik.com. That's the starting point. The song that you heard previously was called Celebrate Christmas, and good friend of mine and work colleague, Michael Kleineff. Now, he's an incredible musician, singer, and songwriter, and I mistakenly, I said that before the break, I said, uh, you know, from our from our area, from Delaware. But Michael's actually from uh, uh, Pennsylvania, just over the border. And if you want to find him and listen to his other great music, and he does write incredible music, you can find him at Reverb Nation forward slash, forward slash, ReverbNation.com forward slash Michael Kleineff, C-L-I-N-E-F-F. And the link will be in the uh, show notes Show notes that accompany the podcast. So check that out. And I thank Michael uh, for his permission to run the song and for all the censors uh, out there that are looking for people to violate music standards. Uh, Michael's an independent musician, and he gave us uh, full permission uh, in writing to play the music. <laughs> I don't know why I feel like I have to have this, that disclaimer all the time, but... I do kind of feel that way. And so a beautiful Christmas song by Michael, and we appreciate it. And because that's what we're doing now. We're celebrating Christmas. It is Christmas weekend. We are tomorrow Santa comes. Isn't that exciting? <laughs> but anyway, let's move on to the uh, Wombat of the Week. And you can join in on the fun of Wombat of the, uh, of the Week by submitting your Wombat of the Week story to the show. Simply email the link of a news story of stupid people doing stupid things to wombat at joelmaholic.com. Or you can also send it to joelmaholicradio at gmail.com. You can also submit the stories in a message on our Facebook page at JM Talk or a direct message on Twitter at WQIB Radio. So the Wombat this week pretty interesting in itself is uh is PETA PETA everybody knows them you can't help but hear about them in the news anymore every other day so according to the CNN wire and of course I I, I mentioned before we were backlogged on Wombat so 
Uh, if, if a wombat, if, if you heard this story before, it's not deja vu. It's just that we get a good amount of wombats, which is sad because that means there's a lot of wombats out there. So occasionally we're going to have backlogs when we have multiple ones that have been selected to be the wombat of the week. But Peter says phrases like bring home the bacon are compatible to racism and homophobia. Uh, Meal-based idioms like flogging a dead horse or taking the bull by the horns can be compared with homophobic and racist language, according to the animal rights organization PETA. Uh, According to PETA on Twitter, just as it became unacceptable to use racist, homophobic, or ableist language, phrases that trivialize cruelty to animals will vanish as more people begin to appreciate animals for who they are and start bringing home the bagels Instead of the bacon. Uh, so the <laughs> Peter took to Twitter offering um, a graphic that was showing some possibility uh, possibilities, some alternatives to meat-related expressions. Instead of kill two birds with one stone, they suggest that we say feed two birds with one scone. And instead of being the guinea pig, why not say be the test tube? Um, well, well, uh, words matter. And as our, as our understanding of social justice evolves, our language evolves with it. PETA added to their statement on Twitter. The comparison with racism and homophobia was met with anger on Twitter, with some arguing that PETA was trivializing race and gender issues. And I will fully agree with that. Um, others had said that the animal rights organization was giving vegetarians and vegans a bad name. <laughs> uh, Peter's tweet comes after a UK-based academic argued last month that an increased awareness of vegan issues may lead to new modes of expression. Uh, metaphors involving meat could gain an increased intensity in the killing of animals for food as it becomes less socially acceptable, according to Sharina Hamza of Swansea University. Um, The legal system is already getting to grips with the subject. It was announced last week that a British employment tribunal will decide whether ethical veganism is a philosophical belief that should be afforded the same protections as religion. So, um... Peter wants us to change the way that uh, we talk as far as phrases. And I I mean, I I do have a question about, um, instead of bringing home the bacon, they want us to say bringing home the bagels. I, you know, at, at some point, because of how everything offends everybody, at some point, your suggestions will offend somebody. What happens if the Jewish community doesn't want you using the word bagels? Because if you look at a lot of, um, if you look back, it, that's that's a thing that's associated with it, okay? Bringing home the bacon, the bacon's associated with the money. And unfortunately, a lot of times, a bagel might be a, you know, a, a slur symbol used to represent you know a Jewish group. So sometimes I feel like you're going to create one problem thinking you're solving another and believe me i don't think any of this is solving any problems uh and i unfortunately i don't have the chart in front of me but we'll have the chart posted on the facebook page but and these phrases are ridiculous i mean listen i'm i i will i will promise you this peter i if you listen i will promise you this you will not find me walking down the street, slaughtering animals and slinging them over my shoulder. But I am certainly not going to change 40 plus years of the way I spoke because you think it's offensive to animals. I'm very sorry about that. But I do appreciate PETA showing me that there's more than one way to skin a cat. So, I just don't think that this is necessary. I do think that it is another way where uh, somebody's getting on their high horse and trying to divide using social media. Uh, anyone who thinks this makes sense is 
is out there in left field, and, and I would be concerned. I would, I am concerned with the mental health of people, anybody who thinks we need to change these uh, phrases because they're cruel to to animals. I, I, I can't get behind that. I really can't. So unfortunately, or fortunately, depending on how you look at it, PETA, the organization PETA, is the wombat of the week this week. And the sad thing is, is they actually uh, are in the news again <laughs> about something else. In fact, right now, I do not remember what that is. <clears throat> so, uh, I'm going to take the magical drink of tea, which magically changes the subject matter on the program. Uh, and now we move on to... <laughs> <laughs> uh, being that it's Christmas uh, and New Year's, the holiday season, uh, my little public service announcement for you folks, be careful because scams are at their highest during the holidays. You have to stay vigilant. Just remember some basic things. The IRS, banks, uh, email providers, um, any of these types of places aren't going to call you or send you pop-ups to your computer and start asking for personal information. Microsoft is not going to call you and tell you there's something wrong with your computer because not only does Microsoft not know, but they don't give a damn either. They don't care who you are. You're nothing but a quarter and a dime for them. They're, you're just money to them. So they're not calling you, showing any concern that you have something wrong with your computer. It's all a scam. Hang up the phone. And call a qualified tech if you get hounded with pop-ups. We just don't want to see anybody fall for these kinds of traps. They're all out there. They, they are abound out there. So, um, okay. That being said, we move on now to uh, a segment that is very popular. And it's right. Honor thy heroes. Honor thy heroes. Hashtag honor thy heroes. And uh, that is where we honor everyday heroes, police, fire, EMS, dispatchers. And we, I, I think we might expand that into other everyday heroes. Any type of first responder. Citizens. Citizens doing amazing things. Heroes don't just wear a uniform. That's the thing. Heroes don't wear capes. They don't only wear badges. They don't only wear... Only wear uniforms. Everyday heroes. And I think we're going to expand that into everything uh, in the near future. So, But this week, we are honoring two deputies uh, from Winnie, Texas. Um, they saved a man from a burning car. Two deputies being called heroes for great reason after rescuing a man from a burning car. Deputies Braden Bonsnago, or Bonsnango, I hope I pronounced that right. You're a hero. I should be pronouncing that right. And Carlton Carrington. They arrived at the scene to find a flipped car uh, in flames and bystanders alerting them that there was a man trapped inside the vehicle. So, uh, Bonsnango can be heard on, on his body camera video, which was released... Uh, call for the man in the car to give him his arms as he attempts to pull the man out of the car. Flames were running up along the man's face as he and Carrington rushed to get him pulled out of the car. When they did, the driver's lower body was on fire and they were able to extinguish the flames by pulling him into a nearby puddle. Uh, so according to the Chambers County Sheriff, Brian Hawthorne, he says that they are heroes in my eyes, and I think they're probably heroes in everybody's eyes. Well, Sheriff, you're correct, because they're uh, heroes in my eyes. The Sheriff went on to say, because they could be any of us in that car on fire. And I can assure you, there are a lot of people that would have just sat back and watched it burn. The driver was airlifted to a Houston hospital in critical condition. He was the only person in the car. Uh, and that's true what the Sheriff said. You know, and there have been uh, memes that are funny, but not funny, uh, which show everyday disasters. Somebody drowning, a house on fire, and everyone's around will be filming it, 
but not doing anything about it. So he's right. A lot of people won't do that. And that's okay. That's okay. I'm not sitting here saying it's not okay to not do something. I'm not saying it's okay to not raise your hand to help. I'm not saying it's, a, it's not okay to, to not rush in and do that. Not everybody would do that. And you're not at fault for doing that. And that's what makes those particular people stand out as heroes. Because they do do these things without batting an eye. So don't take at all that I'm saying that if you see an accident or you do, and you do nothing, that I'm calling you out on that. I'm not. Certainly I'm not. It takes a lot of, uh, a, a lot of things uh, to come together and, you know, and be right for that to happen. You know, I worked as a volunteer firefighter and fire police, paramedic EMT for a lot of years. And I, I, I'm going to tell you, sometimes you'll do it and sometimes you don't you know it's just that plain and simple but this week on the Joel Mahalik show Honor Thy Heroes fully belongs to Braden Bonzango and Carlton Carrington both from the Chambers County Sheriff's Department in Winnie, Texas I like that town name too Winnie with an I-E isn't that a great name for a town? See, Texas is cool that way. Uh, so there are heroes, and um, and they're and I praise them. And I want you to send me stories of everyday heroes. I need them. They're hard to find. It's not that they're not doing it. It's hard to find them in in the media, and I don't know why. I don't know why people that do this thing, these things. Okay, there should be a special place on the national circuit of news on the wire, where these things get out on the wire, priority, and then a rule that says every news agency needs to pull them down and run them. You know, that's what we need. We need more stories like that. We need to know about more of these everyday heroes. We need to love again. We need to love again. That's... That's that's an issue. That's an issue that I might campaign on uh, the Joel Mahalik show in 2019. We need to love. We don't need... We need to love and we need the love. However you want to look at it. So maybe that is a campaign thing that we take on in 2019. As something to hang our hat on. So to speak. So, well, I thank these officers uh, for their service to the community. And I thank all officers, all law enforcement officers, all firefighters, all EMS, all first responders, dispatchers. They don't just answer phones. Sometimes they answer phones. And believe me, folks, sometimes they get a call that they wish they did not they, they were not the receiving end of that call. But it happens. It happens. And I thank every one of them every day. And that they are kept safe while they keep us safe. It's a tough job. So, remember to get your stories... In the same way you'd get the stories in on the Wombat. Send them to the same place. You know, JoelMahalikRadio at gmail.com. That really is the best place to go. That's my inbox. I'm actually going to read those emails. So do that. Okay, well, tomorrow's Christmas Eve. Santa's coming, so I hope you're all ready for that. And don't forget to check JoelMahalik.com to get the show times for a Joel Mahalik Christmas, which has already begun. And it will air several times, several networks, on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. So make sure you get those times. And your feedback would be most appreciative. I would love to hear your feedback on this show, that show, all the shows. Uh, Let me know what you think. Uh, In the meantime, we will see you next week here on the Joel Mahalik Show as we drop another episode just before the new year. It'll be the final show of the year. And we will catch you then. Good night, everybody, and Merry Christmas.